This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal Transfer Show. And I start this show with, first of all, a huge apology for those that are tuning in at 8am tomorrow morning. And it is tomorrow because I'm recording this at 10.15 at UK time this evening. First time. We did 100 shows at 8am every single day, back to back. And it is quite apt that the 101st is at a different time. Um, there is a reason for that. As many of you know, I started my new job with Reach and Football London today. It was a, a hectic first crazy day in the role and uh, it's set to continue as the weeks and months go on. And tomorrow I am not able to do the 8am show um, because I'm actually going to be at the Emirates tomorrow doing a little bit of work there. Uh, excited to speak. Can I show you what we've been working on and what we're going to be doing ahead of the opening game of the Premier League season? So that's why I'm doing this show this evening and why you're not seeing uh, my face on your screens tomorrow morning. But I didn't want to miss it out and I still wanted to do the show. And so that's why I'm still doing it at this very late hour to make sure that you didn't miss a show and that there wasn't one uh, missing for you. So uh, here it is. And uh, I hope you're well and good. And I hope you can still drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel. We did hit 26,000 subscribers today. Uh, so a massive thank you to everyone that did so. And uh, of course, you can continue to help support the channel by supporting our sponsor as well. Uh, the Arsenal Reviews Pick Your Team game, which is only a couple of days you've got left to get your, uh, your early points in for the brand new season to predict how you think Mikel Arteta is going to line up against Brentford. You do this for every single game throughout the season. You get points for how many players you get right. And so you should get predicting because you could win up to £1,000 and it's completely free to play as well. So make sure you check that out. Link is in the description. So there you go. Uh, let's push ahead, though, with the transfer news of 
this evening uh, and of course going through until tomorrow as well. And we start off with Lucas Torreira. And Italian reports indicate that advanced talks are now ongoing between Arsenal and Lazio to agree a deal for the Uruguayan midfielder. Kind of details around a figure or a type of structure, whether it's a permanent deal or a loan deal, is still yet to kind of surface. But the indication is that Lazio and Arsenal are indeed in negotiations and talks to decide the future of the Uruguayan central midfielder. So we will wait and see as to whether or not he does indeed move away. But the likelihood of him staying at Arsenal was already slim and it appears even more slim at this stage in time. Moving then on to our next main story regarding outs. And Joe Willock is still very much at Arsenal. In fact, Eddie Nketiah has uh, posted an image onto his uh, his Instagram story showing uh, Joe Willock is still very much at the club and uh, posing there of a player of the month uh, trophy from his time at Newcastle. And uh, this is it's interesting because whilst Arsenal and Newcastle have agreed a figure of around £285 million, we're led to believe, it's actually the negotiations between Willock and Newcastle that is proving the difficult part of this deal. Arsenal are fine with the offer. Newcastle are happy with the paying that amount of money. It's actually the, uh, the personal terms which are proving to be a little tricky between the two parties. And they are still a little bit apart on their expectations. Uh, obviously, he's earning a, a, a decent wage at Arsenal, considering the fact that he signed a new deal a couple of years ago. But he's probably expecting a pay rise to be a much more integrated part of the Newcastle team next season. Um, but in regards to kind of the actual figure, that's sorted. It's just the wages that need to be sorted out. And that uh, could still take a little bit of time before it is indeed confirmed. Now, we move on to the possible ins at Arsenal this summer, and Arsenal have been linked once again with Borussia Mönchengladbach Swiss midfielder Dennis Zakaria. Uh, the, uh, I mean, he's an interesting player because, of course, he plays for the Swiss national side, and Granit Xhaka currently keeps him out of that team. Uh, him and Freuler both are keeping him out of the team at the moment. And we've done a tactical breakdown on Zakaria, which you can, of course, check out on the channel. I was joined by Swiss footballing scout Oliver Zeziger, who really does uh, have a lot of good stuff to say about Zachariah, and he believes that he will go on to, of course, uh, inherit that central midfield role from Granit Xhaka and take it forward as well. And, and Zachariah is a very interesting player that's got a lot of work rate defensively, but can still progress the ball forwards, and it's an area of his game that he's gradually developing. He did suffer a big injury at the start of last, or the end of the previous season before last, which carried on into the current season, and that kept him out a bit. But he came back towards the end of the campaign, uh, way before the end of the campaign, to be fair, and had a, a very strong impact on Marco Rosa's team last season and Arsenal see him as a possible option and he has already actually told the club that he wishes to leave. Max Ibel, uh, the club's executive in kind of their recruitment field, has uh, said publicly that Zakaria is looking for a move away from the club this summer and there are a number of teams including ourselves, Napoli, Spurs, uh, Milan I believe are another one too, all interested in taking hold of uh, Zachariah. So it's one that we will definitely have to keep our eye on going forwards. If we then have a look at our next story and an interesting one regarding Alexandre Lacazette and Tammy Abraham. Now, Roma have agreed a deal with Chelsea to buy Tammy Abraham for what we believe to be a figure of around £34 million with the possibility of a buyback clause also being inserted into that contract. Now, the interesting thing is that he himself, Tammy Abraham, isn't 100% on this type of deal and is actually still in need of being convinced and has actually spoken with Jose Mourinho about what he might have or what he might see himself in in kind of that team because he needs to be convinced. 
Meanwhile, Arsenal have reportedly offered Roma the opportunity to sign Lacazette so that Arsenal can then move for Tammy Abraham. And then Tammy Abraham is uh, certainly more keen on the idea of moving to Arsenal than he is on moving to Roma. Roma do have European football, although it is only in the European Conference League next season. And so a move to Arsenal is certainly preferred anyway because of being in England. And he is an Arsenal fan previously too, before joining up with Chelsea. A very complicated one, lots of moving parts, which also do kind of affect the reliability of this as a story. I still would very much feel like uh, Abraham will end up playing in Italy next season and Lacazette is going to remain as an Arsenal player. That's my prediction. Doesn't mean that's necessarily going to happen, but that's the way that I see it right now. Now, our penultimate story of the day is on Brendan Rodgers opening up about uh, James Madison. And he says it's about having a sense of realism, knowing that at some point it will happen, he said to Sky Sports. I think at this moment in time, Leicester City is a very attractive place to be. If you want to develop as a player, work in world-class training facilities and be a part of a real community club with a family feel, then this is a great place for you. But having been at so-called big clubs, I also understand what the draw of them can be for a player. For us, it's just about developing this football club. Now, very open words about a possible sale of James Madison. Certainly something that could happen in the weeks to come. He's a player that is certainly on Arsenal's radar. But interestingly, Gunnarblog, aka uh, James McNicholas of The Athletic, has said that he feels very much like it's more so Madison's intentions of moving to Arsenal are kind of of a heavier weight, let's say, than Arsenal's interest in bringing Madison to Arsenal. Maybe that's why there's a difference in a fee at the moment and why they're not necessarily overcommitting with a figure for Madison. And of course, the Martin Odegaard situation, which continues to uh, unravel and uh, swing through uh, Newton's cradle, as we use the analogy of very regularly about that uh, situation, is is leaving us in a little bit of a limbo, uh, unfortunately. So we'll wait and see what happens with James Madison. Nothing new in regards to kind of talks or a breakthrough in, in bid or anything. But Brendan Rodgers has been speaking about him quite vaguely and not committing uh, him to a, a future at Leicester Football Club, that's for sure. Now, our final story is a uh, a big one. And Aaron Ramsdale, as reported by Chris Wheatley of Football London, uh, has reported that uh, advanced talks between both Arsenal and Sheffield United are now taking place to secure the signing of Aaron Ramsdale. A upfront figure in the region of £24 million is expected to be paid in that kind of region. But the deal could rise to as high as £30 million for the England international goalkeeper. Is this a good move for Arsenal? At that price, I lean much towards the no end of the scale. I would have much rather seen Arsenal invest heavily in other key areas of the pitch. And I'd rather they'd spent maybe the 14 million that it would have been able, or maybe the 10 million to save on, say, a Sam Johnston that you could have got for cheaper and put that money into concerning a, a Madison type deal and securing that deal. It's a weird one. It's There are certain indices that I think can make this make sense. I've got a piece coming out tomorrow on Football London that should. Uh, it provides some more insight about why Arsenal are very much interested in Aaron Ramsdale. And you can have a read of that when it does come out. But I I still find this a bit of a head scratcher. I can't quite put my finger on um, why the club are really pushing to the level that they are. Um, <laughs> we'll see. And we'll see what happens with this. But uh, some sources from Sheffield United have said that all of the recent bids between Arsenal and Sheffield United have been uh, rejected and that these talks may be ongoing, but there's been no fourth official bid yet made 
by Arsenal to date. Uh, but we will wait and see as to how this one changes. And that is all of the news from today. Uh, and if you're watching this in the morning and you're watching this on the 12th of August, all the news are from yesterday. Again, a massive apologies for those that would have been tuning in at 8am expecting a live show. I am working. I am at the Emirates tomorrow, so I can't do the 8am show. But it will be back uh, and there will be shows and days where I can do at 8am still. So don't worry. There will still be 8am shows. There just wasn't able to be one today. Um, we do move now on to the final part of the show, which is getting your thoughts and your feelings in the comment section too. So if you do have a question, then please make sure uh, you throw them in and we'll try and get as many of them answered as possible. We start off with Social, who's one of our most loyal members of the channel. Always a pleasure having the chat box, uh, Social. He says, will Lacazette get a new deal if he hasn't gone when the window closes? I imagine it is something that the club will look to sort out. A one-year extension would make a lot of sense, but Lacazette may choose not to sign one. He may choose to let his contract run down and then get a big signing on fee and wage wherever he moves on after Arsenal. It would make a lot of financial sense for him, especially considering that there is a lot of young talent coming through in the striking position for Arsenal. Suraj says, if we do sign Aaron Ramsdale, does that mean that we will not make a move for Onana? Any chance of Leno leaving? Suraj, you can almost guarantee that Onana is, is not going to be coming to Arsenal this summer. We heard from Matt Ryan specifically saying that he uh, kind of they, his camp sounded out Arsenal, but the feeling was from Arsenal that they are going for a homegrown keeper this summer and so Onana doesn't fit into that even if Leno was to leave I feel like they may then look to promote from within and see a Conquo take that second place slot if he does improve enough to feel like he is enough to to fulfill that backup position in the team uh Powell says uh, offer for Erdogan rejected 50 million pounds I've not seen anything uh, regarding a uh, rejected deal, unless that's completely new. And I can't see anything on my timeline. So if you've seen something I haven't, uh, Powell, then fair enough. But I've not seen anything about an offer being rejected for Martin Erdegaard so far. Uh, Walk says, how much do you think Ramsdale would cost if he wasn't English? Good question. Uh, and he certainly would cost less because homegrown players and English players do tend to cost more in the Premier League, going from one Premier League club or rather one English club to another English club. Um, probably less than £20 million is probably the, the honest answer to the question. Um, but him being English does raise the price. It's just the way that it works in the world of football, especially in the Premier League. Um, Matt G says, do you think our transfer business this summer would have been different if the Super League had gone ahead? Maybe, but you never know what would happen. You never know if teams would have refused to sell to Super League clubs this summer. Maybe that's something that would have gone down. You don't know if players would have wanted to move to a Super League club because of all the kind of uh, confusion and apprehension around that possible move. You would imagine it would have been different. Um, how different and what those differences would have been, though, Matt, I have absolutely no idea. And I'm glad that it didn't happen. That is that is a certainty. That is for sure. Um, let's scroll down the chat box a little bit more and says, Jordan says, would you still take Erdogan if he was 15 million? I kind of use this phrase of it's not my money quite often. And at the end of the day, if Arsenal get good players in, if they cost whatever they cost, if they're performing at the top level, then they're justifying their figure. So it would depend on how they perform. I, I I think that it's quite a lot of money for Martin Erdegaard. I think he's worth less than that. I think you're looking between 35 and 40 million pounds as a genuine value for Erdegaard. But if that's what it costs to get him in, and it's him or no one, I definitely would lean towards paying the money to get Erdegaard 
in would be where I would stand on that one. Matt Denny says, uh, would it matter if we got Ramsdale at that price, uh, if we get other targets? And this is a good point, Matt. And the answer to that question is, would it matter that much? And the honest answer is probably no. If Arsenal do manage to get their attacking midfielder, if they move on certain players, if they improve the midfield, if they improve at right back, getting in Ramsdale is probably not such a bad thing if we do. It's just if Arsenal spend this money and don't get those positions, it's going to be scrutinised. It's going to be criticised. It's going to be looked at very, very carefully and with a lot of criticism. So that's the big caveat with that one, Matt. It is if we get the targets we need and we want and we sign Ramsdale for that amount of money, I'm not going to be too concerned. In fact, I'll probably be quite pleased. Um, but it will be... It, it will be the interesting point. And uh, Yankee Gunner, a.k.a. Elliot, a.k.a. Uh, the Arsenal Vision Podcast's fantastic and fast-speaking host, did point out that uh, we've, we would spend then, if we signed Ramsdale, upwards of £100 million. And yet you would look at the squad and say we haven't massively improved it. I mean, Ben White, I think, is a good improvement. Lokonga improves the depth and Tavares improves kind of the, the depth at left-back, especially in a backup position. But in regards to kind of a real improvement on the first team, £100 million spent, you would say that it, I don't think it does it to what you would expect a £100 million investment to do in Arsenal. But we will wait and see. And these are necessary signings at the end of the day. That has to be remembered uh, at all points for sure. It was says, ah, oh, for straight and transfer window. Big up time for your consistency. Thank you so much, mate. Really appreciate the kind words. And if you haven't checked out already, I did a show with Soph over at the Highbury Squad earlier on today. Really fantastic channel, and you definitely should check it out. And a massive congratulations as well to Harry Simeon for hitting 15,000 subscribers over at the Chronicles of Aguna as well. People are making moves, and it's uh, it's great to see. Uh, Powell says, is there any chance that we will go for a number eight? Madison, ironically, can play in the number eight position and does fancy himself more so as a number eight. I would like us to see a Bruno Gimaraes come in. Zakaria can also play at number eight. I, I hope we do but I think it's unlikely. Suraj says, any chance of a centre midfielder? As again, just kind of touched on that. I, I think that it's probably a long shot. I think the three positions we might get are going to be attacking midfield, goalkeeper, and I have a feeling it's either going to be the forward or the or the right back, depending on who leaves. That's that's a big thing, this window. Uh, Jamie says, Tom, do you think the Ramsdale deal hangs on money for Willock? I don't think so, because I think Arsenal have already kind of, that deal's kind of going to get done. I expect that Newcastle and Willock will come to an agreement in terms of personal terms. The clubs have already agreed a deal. Uh, I don't think it hangs on that. I think Arsenal do have more money than we expect. I just don't think they are willing to just throw it away, if that makes sense. Although you might say they're doing that with Ramsdale. I just don't think they're willing to pay over the odds for certain players. That's that's for sure. Um, Arteta and Edu don't know what they're doing. Uh, this is obvious as day, says John. John, always tuning in to throw us our negative... <laughs> <laughs> point of view, John. I admire your consistency, mate. I really do. Thracian says, what about the right back, Tom? Who are we getting? At the moment, we have five options, believe it or not. And I'm actually going to be putting uh, together a piece tomorrow for Football London as well about this right back position. Um, we have four clear options in Bellerin, Chambers, Cedric, Maitland-Niles, and Ben White can also play at right back as well. So there is, it's crazy how many options we have, and yet none of them uh, stand out as natural, real top quality right backs. It depends on who leaves, Thracian. It's as simple as that. It, it depends 
on who leaves. Vinny says, doesn't look like we are going to sign Tammy. Do you think Brett was the right decision or would have you gone? His name's not Jonathan, Vinny. His name was Matt. And yeah, I would have picked Matt if I was Priya. Um, if you know what we're talking about, you know what we're talking about. If you don't, you'll never know. Uh, Superflea says, uh, why sell Martinez for 20 minutes? Yeah, it's happened. It happened. It's done. It's over. There's no point crying over spilt milk anymore. It was a mistake. We regret it. We move on. We deal with it. Um, let's go for, let's scroll up a little bit more and get some more comments that we've probably missed. Uh, Daniel says, if Arsenal will spend £25 million on a second goalkeeper and then lack the money to sign a midfielder and a right back and then struggle to win matches, then we will be the most stupid club. It would be a little bit silly, wouldn't it, if that is certainly the case. Peter Renner says, how good is Ramsdale with the ball at his feet? Better than Leno. Um, but again, I'm talk I talk a lot about that in a lot more detail in the article that's coming out tomorrow on Football London. So make sure you do check that out. I'll definitely be tweeting it from my account at the Guna Talk TV. So make sure you do go and uh, give that a read. I'm sure you won't miss it from when you turn over our uh, our notification bell. So there you go. Um, let's go for Anz, who says, are we not going for a sentiment because Lukonga is better than expected? I think that is very much the case, Anz. I think he has surprised everyone during preseason as to how mature, how strong he looks in the middle of the park. And I think that is definitely a big, big reason as to why we are not seeing a, a proactive search for a central midfielder in the uh, latter stages of this window. That's for sure. Um, Thrashen says, need more likes, guys. Only 77 so far. There's over 350 of you watching. Let's try and smash that like button so you can show your support and appreciation for the consistent work that goes into putting these shows out for you every single day. I realize I've just been showing you a picture of Ramsdale while I've been answering your questions. Uh, Insom uh, Insomniac says, uh, we are the same situation with an empty midfield again. What does actually change the season? I don't think it's an empty midfield. I think we've improved the midfield with Lokonga coming in. I hope we're going to improve it further with a number 10 coming in. Obviously, we've improved the left-back position, the centre-back position. We look like we're going to improve the goalkeeping position. But we haven't done enough still. There is more that needs to be done. And if it isn't done, the window will certainly be a big failure. Uh, I, I've seen some people saying that this window is already a failure. I don't think you can say that until it's finished. If it ended now, then yeah, sure thing. But we need to wait until the end of the window. Then we can have a proper assessment of what has gone down. But the fact that we've not got the players in necessary before the start of the season is a big worry. A big, big worry. Uh, Hilmi says, how many signings uh, we'll get until the end of the season? I said, I predicted three. We'll see how right that is. Uh, Jacobus says, Tom, do you think the indecisiveness, good word, will come to haunt us due to the fact that we are waiting on players such as Erdogan? I think it will. Absolutely. I think indecision... I think uh, stuttering, dithering, all these kind of adjectives that you're using to describe kind of the similar things, I think all of them are uh, appropriate and all of them certainly do describe the situation that Arsenal find themselves in. So, yes, I, I certainly would. Um, John says, Tom, do you still think I was wrong to say that they have money to spend, that we have reason to conclude that they have money to spend? $30 million for Ramsdale, still in for Madison. I think I'm right. John? You might be right, sir. Um, I think that they have money to spend. I just don't think we know how much. And I think that the indication is that they are only willing to go to certain prices on certain players. And despite having money, they still seem to be refusing to overspend on certain players. That's for sure. Wes says, would you be happy with Taliso? I, I was. When I first read it, I was like, that's really interesting. Good player. But having checked his injury record, it's a worry. It's a 
big, big worry. And I'm not sure if we should burden ourselves with another injury-prone central midfielder. And he is injured. And I use that... I use that phrase of injury-prone lightly because it's important you don't overuse it for players like Tarek Lamptey. He's, he's not an injury-prone player. He had one big injury. That doesn't make him injury-prone. Taliso is an injury-prone player. And uh, I'm not sure I would commit to someone with that many frequent issues as he does indeed suffer with. So that's why I would be a little bit standoffish with Taliso at the moment. Um, China uh, says, uh, Tom, are we linked with Matthias Cunha uh, in the Bundesliga from Hertha Berlin? No, I've not seen any links with him. And that's a shame for Drew because Drew would very much like to see Arsenal move for him. That's for sure. And I think that is where we are going to finish off. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in. Apologies again for those of you that were tuning in at 8am expecting to see a live show. As I've said already, I'm at the Emirates tomorrow. I'm busy. I'm sorry. I can't apologize anymore. Please do make sure you drop a like on the video still and subscribe to the channel if you're new. And please, again, do go and check out the Pick Your Team from the Arsenal Review in the comments section or rather the description of today's video. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. As always, drop a like, drop a subscription, drop a join if you'd like to help uh, support the channel even further and join our Discord server as well. See you guys very, very soon. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'll see you tomorrow. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.